There's probably some of you out there who have read the, uh, the book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And uh, one, of, one of the maxims in there is, um, first seek to understand, then seek to be understood. And I think about that often, especially, especially in, this, in this vocation as a priest. Um, it's amazing. You deal with a lot of different conflict in the world. And even in my prior experiences, um, some of my, my own managers had sort of <laughs> made, me, made me deal with conflict a lot of the time because they were a little bit hot-tempered and I was very even-tempered. And so uh, when I worked, I worked for a, a bicycle company in Colorado for years, and I was the operations manager of a very large store. And so anytime angry customers came in, I got the privilege of dealing with them. <laughs> and so that was always kind of an interesting, an interesting thing. But, you know, when we see, when we hear this first reading today, it says, be kind to one another, compassionate, forgiving one another as God has forgiven you in Christ. It, it's an amazing thing that how many problems end up being resolved if we actually kind of just approach somebody and ask about the results of something that happened before we make our discontent known about the thing that happened. And in much of, of what we deal with, with uh, as priests is, is kind of time wasted having diffused things where, where people didn't just seek to understand first. And it comes from our side as well. And it really happens in the gospel um, with Jesus today too. Can you imagine if the religious leaders of the day just gave Jesus a minute and saw this amazing, amazing result of curing this woman and said, and stopped for a second, and said, wait a second, this is an amazing thing. He did that. And he said, but, but, it, but it is the Sabbath. You know, wh why did you choose today to do this act? Why did you choose? But no, instead, they just came straight at him, full force, and told him every reason that they thought that he was wrong before ever trying to understand why he might have done that in the first place. And, um, and it always pits them against one another. And then, of course, he just gives them very basic examples of their own life where they would completely contradict that, like having to take care of their own life. It's like, what, wouldn't your animals basically just die if you didn't even, you know, um, water them even this day? And so you would even do that for them, and you wouldn't, you wouldn't do that for your one, of, your one of your fellow human beings. But it's an amazing thing that I think that we all— need to pay a little bit better attention to because there are things that make us upset and make us angry um and even you know you, one of my coworkers had said uh the other day of course everything that comes out of my mouth i understand or, or i know what i meant is how we like to say it sometimes right but sometimes i don't do a great job of explaining myself and so she had just said basically i didn't understand what you meant on this part of the homily, I thought you meant this. And I was like, oh, no, I didn't mean that at all. I actually meant this. And so in that conversation, it could have gone a completely different way. It could have been like, Father, I absolutely disagree with everything that you said because this, 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 and this. And then I would have been like, oh, that's not what I meant. And then it's like, oh, sorry. 
<laughs> you know, and we've all been in that position before. But it's so, so important to take a step back from ourselves sometimes. You know, I always say, like, taking a deep breath, uh, you know, we do this in sports and we do this before almost anything that's a little bit difficult or stressful. We take a deep breath to reset for a second. Okay, let me reset and let me try to figure this out and approach somebody in a way where I can try to understand where they're coming from. And then, and then you, of course, you can always disagree and then you could tell why they disagree. But at least you could kind of approach these things from, from an understanding that, that creates a lot less discord um, and a lot less anger, especially between, between the two parties that are dealing with one another. And I just, I wonder that so many times when Jesus has these run-ins with the religious leaders, if they, would able to, if they were able to take a deep breath, take a step back, and just see what he was able to do, and then gradually be converted about that and, and sort of ask for the understanding. And, um, but, but that's not the way that they approach him, and, and that's not a way, the, the way that people are often approached in our life. And uh, trust me, I, I, haven't, I haven't always loved being the peacemaker, because if you're supposed to be the peacemaker, then you have to stand in the midst of violence a lot, and it's not a fun position to be in. And so, uh, in fact, I had this old boss that I had who was, you know, people would say we would walk on eggshells around him because he had a very volatile temper. And people would come in and they would say, Peter, is Chris in a good mood or a bad mood today? <laughs> and so that's how they would approach it. I'd, I'd say, well, if you're, if you're going to ask for vacation time, you might wait till tomorrow. <laughs> Sometimes how I would approach it at, at times. But there was, mo there was a moment that I remember he said, I had, they had succeeded in making me angry. <laughs> and then he said, oh, now you ticked off the nice guy. Now you're all in trouble, is <laughs> what he said to everybody else. And he's like, because if you could succeed at making Peter angry, then you know, you, you've really kind of done something. So we don't want to succeed in making anybody angry if we can prevent it, if it's, if it's not a necessary thing. Sometimes it is going to happen, and sometimes there are things that we should be outraged about. But I would say many things, probably even most things, are really, are really not that way when we find out. Like when somebody cuts me off on the highway. <laughs> have, you ever, have, you, have any of you ever really said to yourself in the car, I think I'm going to cut this person off on purpose. Like that was your actual goal. Probably almost every time that has happened, it's been like, oh, that's my exit. And you got to go. Or you're like, oh, I really need to get over. I really need to get over. It's one of those situations like, I'm on the way to an internment for a burial, and that's my exit, and I wasn't paying attention. You know, it, and I try to think. So I, I very rarely get road rage because, again, it's just like, I think it's very rare that people are just driving around trying to make other drivers angry. Now, there might be other reasons. They might be doing dumb things like texting or, or, not, or putting makeup on in their mirror while they're driving or things like that, of course. But if we approach things like that, often we call it the benefit of the doubt. But if we seek first to understand and then be understood, I think it saves ourselves a lot of anguish and heartache in raising our blood pressure 
and then often it, it saves an, an argument from even ever even happening and then in the case of Jesus people are actually being healed and what if more people more religious leaders of the day were converted to that message that Jesus came to bring but instead they pushed back against it and it created a giant rift but we seek forgiveness and compassion that's the goal of our Christian lives God bless you all today.